Hey folks, Pastor Peter here. Welcome to this episode of Between the Lines. I know it's been a while, so it's good to be back. Uh, this episode of Between the Lines uh, has specifically to do with the session that I just taught at our Counseling and Discipleship Training Conference at Grace Fellowship Church. Uh, one of the things that I promised was that I would post um, some of the counseling homework cards that I referenced at the end of our time together. We ran out of time, but I wanted to post them and make them available really to anyone who wanted to use them. And I figured I would just take a few minutes and uh, record uh, a podcast that would explain uh, a little bit about them um, just in case that would be helpful. So as you click on the link, you will notice uh, that there are several of them in that folder. And uh, I figured I would just explain a few of my favorites, uh, how I've used them, and uh, how you might consider using them as well. Some of them pretty self-explanatory, Bible reading, date night. Uh, that doesn't really require much explanation. But there's one in there of a Bonhoeffer quote that I really love. And the quote is this, Dietrich Bonhoeffer says, a man who confesses his sin in the presence of a brother knows that he is no longer alone with himself. Um, he experiences the presence of God in the reality of the other person. As long as I am by myself in the confession of my sins, everything remains in the dark. But in the presence of a brother, the sin has to be brought into the light. And I thought that's a really helpful uh, quote and a really helpful way of looking at the importance of having other people in our lives, the importance of uh, having uh, discipleship relationships in our lives and not living the Christian life alone. So I will often give that to counselees. I won't have them memorized it or anything. It's not scripture, but just as an uh, encouragement to uh, involve other people in their lives, uh, perhaps to join one of our community groups, etc. Uh, one of my favorite uh, cards that I referenced in the time that we were together was the Catch Yourself card. Catch Yourself card is uh, instructs the counselee to please record the day and time of of three instances where they chose to respond differently than you normally would. And uh, in my teaching session, I referenced this is counting the wins. It's not counting the falls, it's counting the wins. And it serves as an encouragement to counselees so they can see, wow, I really am making change in my life. Change is actually possible. God is working. God is using this counseling process. He's using his word. Um, so that's uh, one of my favorite cards, and it's it can be used for almost any situation, any counseling uh, case. I've used it really, really widely, and uh, will use them really liberally. I might give one out every week because I want the counselee to see the progress they're making and be counting the wins, not just uh, the losses. Couch time. Um, so couch time is a concept that I think I first heard of in a parenting uh, a parenting class that my wife and I took many years ago. But the Couch Time card says, this week, sit down together at least three times to talk face-to-face -face for at least 20 minutes. Do not argue or try to resolve conflict. Just enjoy one another. So I give that to a couple. That's encouraging them to just take 20 minutes and have what I'm calling Couch Time, where they would sit face-to-face -face for 20 minutes and just talk. And I tell them they can't use this to resolve conflict. And I also tend to say they can't use it to discuss money or parenting. Um, uh, parenting, I'm a little loose around, but they can't use this to discuss a money issue. I want them just to talk face-to-face -face for 20 minutes, talk about their day, talk about things that they're concerned about, that they're encouraged with, uh, what was life like for them that day, et cetera, et cetera. I want them to get used to doing that. And usually what ends up happening is it's a chore for couples who never do that, right? But I like to say things are only new until they're not, or things are only new until they're normal. And oftentimes what happens is they're struggling 
struggling to get that couch time in for 20 minutes. But as the counseling progresses uh, and we go week after week doing this, uh, they're sitting down for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes plus, and it's becoming a normal part of their life to spend that time together uh, where they uh, perhaps hadn't been before. Humbling acts of service. Um, that's uh, an opportunity to record three to five instances where somebody went not really above and beyond, but did something that they don't typically do in a humbling act of service. They're not looking for recognition. They're not looking to be acknowledged, but they did something. So if it's a, it, perhaps it's a spouse emptying the dishwasher who normally doesn't do that or uh, picking up after the kids uh, when usually the other spouse does that or they call their kids down to do it. This is an opportunity to serve, an opportunity to serve in a way that you perhaps wouldn't have. Um, the listening to your wife uh, card really can be used by anybody when it comes to listening. But Pastor Brad came up with this um, this way of looking at it, and then I liked it so much I came up with a card, and I use it uh, for people in counseling. It's basically breaking down uh, L-I-S-T-N, and the one is uh, look into her eyes, inquire by asking, tell me more. So look into her eyes is the important of eye contact. Uh, inquire by asking, tell me more. Or I like to say, help me understand. Um, so drawing out somebody else, particularly husbands with their wives, becoming better listeners. Uh, stop interrupting with your answers. We could go on and on about that. But um, just you're just trying to listen. You're not trying to fix. Uh, that's something that I really tend to wrestle with. And uh, hopefully, have, I think Sarah would say I've grown in. But oftentimes, she would come to me to talk about something. And I would just want to suggest solutions. And that's uh, not the best approach. And it certainly doesn't necessarily build oneness. Uh, I'm not a handyman. I'm a husband. So I need to be listening and, uh, growing in those, those intimate times of being together, being on the same team and uh, not trying to fix something. Uh, T is for tell her what you think she's saying to see if you're right. So that again is, here's what I, here's what I hear you saying or so Correct me if I'm wrong, but here's what I think you've said. So I'm going back over what I've heard to make sure that I've heard it right and that I'm connecting the dots appropriately. Um, express sympathy. Uh, and then there's a quote there that says, my, how you've suffered. And that sounds like it's a joke, but it's not. It's instead of interrupting with answers, just having compassion and just being able to say, wow, that sounds really hard. Wow, you struggled in that way in a phone call you had with a family member. That sounds really hard wow, it sounds like you've had a really hard day with one of our kids or all of our kids. Wow, that sounds really hard. Instead of saying, well, here's what I think it went wrong and here's what maybe we can do next time. Um, and just being in that moment of saying, I agree, that sounds that sounds like that would be really hard. Uh, and then N is uh, never look at your, it used to say never look at your watch. I changed it to never look at your phone um, because I find that that's usually um, the temptation is to withdraw and to uh, perhaps look at one's phone, and then you're not really, you're not really uh, focusing. Obviously, if you're doing that, um, so praying together is another card. Praying together as a couple. This week, sit down and pray together. It says the husband should initiate these times. Um, sometimes I'll have, I'll leave that as is. Sometimes I'll say this week I want the wife to initiate these times. Um, but praying together as a couple is. Um, just an opportunity to to pray together, even if it's for less than a minute, just building in that 
routine in your life of praying with your spouse, which is really important. And again, like I said in the session, chances are if they're if people are never praying together, telling them to sit down and have a 30-minute prayer time is not going to happen, and it really may not even be necessary. But I always say, even if it's just before you leave for work, um, uh, before you guys part ways for the day, wherever you're headed, even if you just pray in that moment, it's building in a routine uh, in your life that may not exist now, but can become very normal over time of just taking some time to talk to the Lord together. Uh, pride interviews. Pride interviews are really helpful. The instruction on the card says, interview four people close to you and ask them, how does my pride manifest itself? In what days? In what ways do you see me being proud? And there's an important note on there. This is one of Pastor Brad's. Do not ask them, are there any ways that you see me being prideful? You're going into the situation assuming that you are proud. To some degree, you are proud. So you're saying, how does my pride manifest itself? Let's get past the am I proud. Uh, Every person wrestles with pride in some way, shape, or form. So you want to know, how does it manifest itself? And interviewing four different people and asking them, uh, preferably four different people, maybe someone who sees you in your home, someone who sees you at work, someone who sees you in a time of fellowship, maybe a community group, you know, interviewing three or four different people and asking them how they see pride in your life um, is really, really helpful. Uh, Showing your kids couch time, that's similar to couch time beforehand uh, that I brought up, but this this particular card is when you're trying to build that habit in your life and also trying to make sure that your kids realize that they're not the center of the universe, they're not the center of your, of your existence or of your home, but that you're trying to uh, show that your marriage relationship is primary. And that doesn't mean you're going to kick your kids to the side. There's lots of ways that we could talk about this. It's hard to get into now, just in a brief podcast, but basically making sure that they realize that they can't just, they don't have first dibs on you at all times of the day. And at this particular time, as much as I love my sons, as much as I love my daughter, you know, Sarah's going to get my undivided attention and you may not interrupt save for a house fire. Uh, You can't ask a question right now. You're going to have to wait because this is couch time for mom and dad. And uh, that is important for us to display uh, for our kids. So I hope that's helpful uh, just as you consider utilizing these uh, for yourself or for your counselees. Um, and uh, hopefully this is a good follow-up to the time that we had together today at CDT. And uh, if you were with us and you plan on being back with us, I look forward to seeing you in October and November for the next uh, few times of our conference. So have a blessed day. See you then. Bye-bye.